Welcome to the Restoration Church podcast, Behind the Sermon, where we get to sit in on a conversation between our pastors and hear about what they're learning, what they're teaching, and what God is doing throughout our church. Enjoy the podcast. Welcome to the Behind the Sermon podcast. My name is Nate, and I'm your pastor, and I'm glad to be here with you. I'm joined by Jeremy Arsenault. Hello there. His wife, Haley. Hello. And my wife. Michelle. Oh, beautiful wife. <laughs> hey, everybody. We're recording this pretty late. It's, an, it's a, just about a 9 p.m. recording yeah. just to get us all together. And um, yeah, we've got lots to talk about. Pumped. <laughs> yeah, it was a fun. Uh, it was a fun Sunday. All right. From Dover's point of view, we haven't heard yet how Milton. Yeah, I think most people liked it in Milton. I mean, you got a shout out online from a Milton person. Thanks for being so funny today. There we go. <laughs> or thanks for all the laughs. Most people, what was your reaction? Inquiring minds want to know. My reaction? Yeah. <laughs> I just laughed and was like, I told him this morning I didn't want to be in his sermon. <laughs> Here we are. You gave Boom. me so many good ideas. You gave <laughs> me the idea. I wasn't going to have you in a sermon, but you gave me the idea. You implanted it. Sorry. I think he wanted to be in the sermon. No, I didn't. It was reverse psychology. (laughs) (laughs) Please tell the whole entire church how I get snappy. No, I didn't do that. Oh, I thought that's what you meant. What did you say? I was so horrified I couldn't hear you. (laughs) What did I say? I said um, that um, I, I, I even phrased it pretty politely. But like you had a re- big reaction toward me. I said something like that. Yeah. Right. Which is fine. I was pregnant. And then yeah, I, I was going to say, you were and it wasn't yeah, even you're like hungry or something. This morning, right? <laughs> I like that even if you have good stories, like you normally aren't like, well, this morning. I, yeah. Should, I've already said this on the podcast. They'd be like, I remember, uh, uh, you know, quite a long time ago. And it would be like three weeks. <laughs> right. Years ago. Stutter over that. Quite a long time ago. I mean, ago. compared to the life of a fly. I mean, this was... Lifetime. Generations. Yeah, this dynasties. was a lifetime ago. But yeah, that was... I don't remember what kid that was. Was it Asher or Benton? I think it was Asher. Must have been Asher. Because we know. weren't... Like yeah, Benton, like we back. would have been... We were really expecting that pregnancy. Right. But for Asher... No, it was Ben Abram then because we weren't expecting Abrams. What what solved your craving? I don't even know. It's what not my fault. It's like did, if he knows I need snacks, I don't know why after all these years he doesn't carry around snacks. You I always do when you're console. pregnant, but I had no. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You it was didn't two know weeks yet. ahead of time, but I still did have something that I gave you before we left the parking lot and mood change. And I knew. I knew two weeks it before. Wasn't just food. You did. I didn't That's say so anything funny. because that would have been wrong. I'm pretty sure you're pregnant. <laughs> you're grumpy. I loved. Uh, so as a side note, this this whole this whole Sunday talking about taming the tongue. I love how much you drive analogies home, where like the name of your sermon is teed off on a golf game. <laughs> I just love that you can come up with those things. Like it's so. Random. I don't know. I couldn't think of those type of funny things, but um. But you don't know anything about golf, anyways. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> most of the time, whenever you make these references, I just never know. Well, when we did the masterpiece series a number of years ago, that was on family, and I 
really don't know anything about art, but that entire that yeah, that was series good. was more well done than this one with mm. all the analogies and the stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even the altar calls were like, you know, it was like some story of some artist. That I don't know. I, I that's probably the best I've ever done. <laughs> the best series? No, I don't think so. I think um, you know, just because it is like the behind that are pitfalls. <laughs> it falls is good too, but um, I find that I think you are like coming into this like new new time of your preaching where you don't hold back your jokes as much. Like I gotta know how else to describe it, and I enjoy them. I enjoy them. Oh okay. no, I enjoy. He's looking at me. I enjoy them. I think it's hilarious. Yeah, she I, was the first person to text me, and she's like, "Wow!" with a bunch of laugh faces. <laughs> I was like, I had tears in my eyes. I was laughing so hard because it was funny. Because I was making jokes about it before, and then you like reset the jokes, so then it was like funny. Because in Milton, they're like, "Oh, that happened this morning." Okay, yeah. not the whatever, but me telling you not to put me in your sermon, but <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I think I think what I love about it is just like because I don't know we, we Haley and I see you guys all the time we see how you communicate so I don't know if anyone ever hears those jokes and gets like oh shoot but like we we don't we just think it's funny but I I love it because I feel like it breaks down a lot of walls with this type of conversation like um, mm. I remember <clears throat> I remember hearing a pastor preach about. Like something about family, we, and we we talked about it to this oh, day. We yes. went, we went, we went visited a church, and this pastor was talking about family, talking about something he did wrong. And and by the end of the story, did you? I mean, can you tell the story? We don't know who the pastor is. So yeah, so they were talking about being in line. Being, he was talking about his anger, talking about his frustration. He's like, we were in line at a at a drive through, and I was trying to order. And the baby kept crying, and I kept trying to order, and I finally just turned to my wife and I yelled, do something. And, and then he like, was trying to make it and like the church like but... chuckled a little bit, but I couldn't find <laughs> the, humor the humor in it. Yeah, it was and like... the rest of the message, I just kind of sat there like, Oh man, this poor woman. <laughs> like I didn't, I, I don't know. It's just hard. Like it's scary to tell those stories sometimes. Cause if you tell them in the wrong light, um, but I always feel like you carry that well. And it does break down walls. Like, all right, he's going to talk about something really serious but it, but he's keeping it light enough to where like I can stay in the room and not be like I would like to leave. I don't like hearing like about these awkward. arguments. I don't yeah. want to make jokes about Michelle really, and I try to be careful of that. Right. But that was I felt like it was a mutual joke because we talked about it at home. Right. I didn't know she was talking about it at Milton already. Then I talked about it from stage. I felt like because we were laughing at home because I don't know what she said to me, but I'm like you're making me practice my sermon, <laughs> and uh, this is at like whatever six forty five in the morning. She's like. <laughs> I, I don't remember what happened. And she said, wait, I'm making you pra practice your sermon? What's your sermon? And I'm like, taming the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, don't you use me as an illustration. I don't even tell people I'm married to you. <laughs> <laughs> and I just meant it because sometimes you tell stories like about home, which is fine because we're like normal humans. Um, but then I'm like in Milton, I'm like, oh, that poor wife, that poor wife. <laughs> and it's like, I'm the wife. I am the wife. Which I think everybody knows. I mean, everyone knows I'm married, but. Um, yeah, it's just funny. And it was funny because like when I got home, I wanted to continue the joke because some people were like, oh, are you okay? Are you mad or whatever? Which obviously I wasn't because oh, I was right. laughing. And I was like, I kind of want to take a picture of you out in the rain. Like yeah, suffering. like nine o'clock at night out in the rain. <laughs> he should have shut, he should have tamed his tongue. 
But and so yeah, we just bantered about that last night, which was fun. <laughs> it was so awesome. Where um where in the message where did you come up with? I think you shared it with that halt um framework. Um, when I was studying for all staffs. Oh, okay. Um, I found that I mentioned it briefly at an all staff a few months ago. Not very, I mean, this year, obviously, because we've been teaching through Lead Like Jesus at all right. staff. So I mentioned it. You, yeah. I don't remember what context. But so anyway, that we found that. And then I, it just came back to mind while getting ready for this message. Yeah. So tame your tongue, manage your emotions. Obviously, you have to have awareness of what's going on inside of you. And sometimes what's going on inside of us has nothing to do with our family. Mm. Yeah. Sometimes, right, our kids mistreat us because they're hungry. Our spouses mistreat us because they're pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Or or whatever, vice versa, right? Right. Tired, (laughs) angry. I could be angry about, you know, I don't do this, but people, their sports team loses. And so then they're like yelling at their kids and yelling at their mm. at their wife because their sports team lost. Yeah. I feel like I wouldn't have much patience for that. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, no, <laughs> go but, take a hike. But we've we've seen that for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I always find like uh, sometimes like if I'll get home, Haley's been with the kids. If it's been like a busy day or something, and like Haley will pre warn me whenever the kids are there. She goes, they didn't nap. And that changes how I'll respond to them because it's like, oh, okay, they're not little gremlins right now. They are tired, right? right? And so that whole idea of like, if I know in advance and it's almost always- And how I am as a person. And that helps me know (laughs) how she is, right? (laughs) The kids didn't know. Okay, let me go make you a coffee. (laughs) You know, one thing our boys do is um, when they misbehave, and Evan, obviously, but- I got to stop trying to preface everything I say. I remember so many times when they're misbehaving, it's because they're lonely. Mm, yeah. And I'd be like, I would just, you know, they'd be doing something so stupid, so naughty. And then I just like, hey, want to wrestle? And then they'd be mm. so happy because that's yeah. all they were doing. Yeah. Just trying to find some way yeah. in their little mind to get attention. Yeah. And you know what? Teenagers do that still. Mm-hmm. And so if you're having a problem with a teenager, you get a fight to build that relationship right. uh, because that could be all it is. Yeah, that yeah. quality time. Yeah, and I even ask the kids that a lot. Like if they're in a mood, what do you need right now? What is it that your body yeah. needs right now? Because like we're just standing in the kitchen fighting and some of our kids are good at it. Abram's good at it. He'll be like, I need, a, I need food. Eat food and let's try again. He eats food. I'm good. Okay. I think I fixed it. <laughs> it's like, what does your body need? But we're like that as adults too. Like, what do I need? Do I, I need think, a break? Yeah, yeah, I think one sign really, you're like if you're growing in maturity and growing in self-awareness where you can communicate ahead, to, ahead of time. Yeah. Hey, I'm sorry. I'm just really aggravated about this other situation. Yeah. And that helps the other person have grace, patience. Hopefully mm-hmm. they would have that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I always find that I, I realize those things like after the fact. Yeah. Normally it's always like if, if Haley and I are in an argument, then it's like 20 minutes later, I'm like, hey, I'm not really mad at that. <laughs> like I know we just like argued about this. <laughs> I'm mad at something stupid 
you know, that a family member did or something, some ridiculous, like, hey, I'm mad at the day. Like, that's always the more annoying part or what you said wasn't upsetting, but my own insecurity is what's upsetting me. Like, that's right. a lot of, yeah. I, I try and always work through it, in, but it's always after the fact. And that's what I think is the most, it's the most frustrating for me is it's always like, oh, I get it. Like, but first I already blew up, you know? Right. And I think that's the hardest and, and kind of what, what you were sharing about, like just, just tame that, try and tame it in advance. I think when you shared the whole, like, if you're angry, schedule to just walk away for a minute, like communicate that. I don't know if we've ever done that. Um, I'm sure there are plenty of chances we should have. I feel like there's been a few times where I'm like, I need some time to like yeah, walk just, away just, just to figure out what I'm going to say. So I don't <laughs> say anything. But I just Terrible. think that's good because I just feel like most of the time it's just like, no, we're going to keep escalating until one of us wins. And uh, I don't know. I just No one wins. No one wins. Right. And I remember, you know, obviously we've known you guys for a long time, but you did our marriage counseling and you had talked through like, just remember every time you're fighting, you're not fighting. How did you don't fight? It? Don't fight against each other. Fight. For each other. Or like you fight, don't fight in your marriage, fight for your marriage. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. Don't fight in your marriage, fight for your marriage. And that I think has always been like a really just important thing that's always resonated with me. So I liked you breaking it down even more this Sunday. I appreciated that. That yeah. was really good. And your joke. And this is for me because I'm going to be lonely later. Oh, yeah. I could not even breathe. It was so good. You like kept it was going. so good. Yeah, you kept going because you did hungry. And because she was hungry. Yeah, and now and she's she, feeling this emotion. Angry. angry. And, and now and tonight, I'm I'll be lonely. lonely. You were lonely. It was fine. It was, I was laughing so hard. That was a good time. It was a good time. It made it memorable because you didn't do it for the last one. And I can't remember what T stands for. Tired. 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 I don't want people to tire of my jokes. Right. Well, I needed you to finish that for me. I needed a joke, yeah. <laughs> and then we fought and we were tired. Yeah, I think tired, you know, tired is certainly one that gets me. Oh, me too, for sure. I definitely feel like I, when when I'm exhausted, like... It's one of those quick, I can't like analyze my situation and I'm just like not thinking. And it's usually either like I take it on the kids or my attitude or my, the way my tone is with you. Yeah. The hardest one about that too is you're too tired. Like sometimes it's so hard to even think through like the strategy of, of an argument or of how you're feeling like, when you're in caught in that, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if you, if you have like, how do you approach that in your guys's marriage? Like, do you, do you try and just over verbalize when you know there's something wrong or what do you go back in post and like, I, Hey, by the way, I feel like I do it better with the kids. Like if I'm going to be short with them, like I'll say like, I need a minute. I'm overstimulated. And now when they're trying to get me overstimulated, like, oh, what are you overstimulated? And I'm like, seriously, you've been touching me for 14 hours. Yeah. Like, stop touching me. <laughs> so I do it better with them. But for me, it's like an internal check. Mm. What am I even upset about right now? Am I upset about this or do I need a snack? Am I tired? Do I need to go to my room? Yeah. And usually it's I need to go to my room and just not have anyone talk to me for 10 minutes. But I don't know what Nate, Nate, what's yours? 
What's the question? <laughs> I, I was how just, do you, I guess, how, how do you process your emotion? Like when do you acknowledge when you're feeling it or how do you acknowledge? Cause like when you're tired, right? Sometimes it's hard to acknowledge it in the moment. And then later yeah, you're like, I oh. have a hard time realizing that. Like I sometimes, I'm, I'm honestly still trying to figure out like, why am I angry or why am I like taking out my, <clears throat> like, why am I communicating badly? Like, why is my attitude bad? Like, it's hard for me to like, so maybe sometimes I know what's going on, but I'm not able to like stop that snowball. Yeah. Yeah. So when we read Emotionally Healthy Leader, I think we went through that as a staff in like 2015. Yeah. That helped me. That was like the most, you're feeling something. Why are you feeling it? Like recognize why you're feeling it. And then there, he, he, what he talks about is the prayer of daily examine. And that's like that centering to Jesus, just that recentering to Jesus. Oh, so yeah. not that I do the prayer of daily examine, but constantly like, you know, all of a sudden I just got a wave of anxiety, which happened a couple of weeks ago. Huge panic wave yeah. of anxiety, a whole bunch of things. I mean, I had a long list. Any category of my life where something was could go wrong, it was going wrong. Started with an $8,000 recommended car repair <laughs> and then that was one car then the second car then every kid and it was just non-stop and I probably by the afternoon I was able to say to Michelle like I have just so much anxiety about all these things going on yeah. and it didn't at that point really change it's not like oh now that I said that I'm all happy and let's but at <laughs> least people know what's chest. going on because I'm hard enough to read as it is, right? But then when things are bad and you obviously know something's wrong, it's like, what is he? No, yeah. it's everything. It's that whole world. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that, that from an emotionally health, healthy leader helps me to think through, even like even with staff stuff. Okay, I'm mad or like I'm feeling upset as a staff member. You know, and I kind of sit and process that before yeah. we have a Matthew 18. Is it a Matthew 18 or is it just some other unconnected thing, like a fear-based yeah. thing that's not even reality? Right. Yeah, I like that. That approach even asks like, uh, start praying about those things before the heat of the moment, right? Because that's like doing the daily, daily examine type prayer. That's saying like, before you are in an argument, before you're starting to lose your temper, before you're hungry, angry, lonely, or tired to pray, like God will just reveal to me, like reveal to me what I'm, what I'm feeling. Like, yeah, because not every bad emotion means you're hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. Just mm -hmm. when you are those things, stop. Right. So you'll feel yeah. those things and then you'll go through like, no, all these things. So what am I feeling? Oh, this is genuine. That person just... It's for real. Like, this is genuine. This yeah. is for real. We need to move forward, have this conversation. But other times, you can be feeling something, and it's good to ask why. I'm feeling anxious. Well, why am I feeling anxious? Yeah. And to just rifle through your thoughts, like, okay, it's this event now that's caused that to rise to the, uh, to the top. And, or I'm scared. Why am I feeling scared? I'm jealous. Why am I feeling jealous? And so all those different things are um, 
you know, when you know the why, then it's yeah, probably yeah. easy to process. So oh, I get that. Like if you're mad at each other, if you're mad at your kids, um, or feeling a negative emotion, to to break that down, that why, and then, then you process it in a better way. Yeah, that's good. Agree, you like. Yeah, I agree. I think it's even still good, even if it's a reason that you need to have a conversation, you should still halt, right? You shouldn't have that conversation if you're hungry still. Even no, if it's yeah, like, but if right? you have it, obviously, right. if you're any of those things, do not right. do not move proceed. forward with do the conversation. Do not proceed, yeah. Wait until you're, you know, as clear-minded as you can be and then have that conversation. I like that. You mentioned even just now, you know, with a staff member of the Matthew 18. I don't know if we've ever even talked about that process or that. We definitely talked about it a lot last year at the beginning of the podcast. Okay. All right, cool. Um, But we, we gained some listeners. I just wonder, like, do you ever go through that process or that idea at home? Like just to go through and like, Hey, I have like, like, is that the same way you'd approach it in your marriage as well? Like, or you'd recommend us to approach No, I'm it? perfect, so. He's never, <laughs> never, he's ever, never had He's a never Matthew had a problem 18. with me. I've never had attitude. No, I just wait for Sunday morning. <laughs> and he unleashes. Um, well, with the kids, I don't know. I, I think about it differently mm. because I don't I mean I, you can correct me Michelle if you want but I don't think Michelle or the boys are ever afraid of me like a staff member is because they they're stuck with me right but a staff member is like oh shoot if Nate hates my guts he's gonna fire me mm. and that's like a big I think that that's not like a <laughs> that's like a big <laughs> that's, a, that's an unfair place for me to put people in so which I used to do Mm. Not on purpose, but because I'd be worried about something at home. And so here I am at church, not talking to anybody for three days. Everybody thinks I hate their guts (laughs) and I don't hate anybody. I'm just like in my head trying to work through this problem. Mm. And uh, so the Matthew 18s helps everybody to know like, oh yeah, I still love you. Sorry for having my eyebrows furrowed all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But at home, it's a little bit different because there is that, blood and covenant. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like the kids, they're not like scared to ask you. Like if you're mad, Benaya will ask like, are you grumpy? Mm, <laughs> or like, what's good. wrong? Are yeah. you mad? Like the kids aren't afraid right, to ask. Yeah. Worse. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sometimes it does, but. Well, I mean, I just be honest. Like, yeah. yeah, I am mad. <laughs> Why? I am mad because you keep well, yelling at your mom. You know how you've been acting for the last three hour <laughs> car ride? <laughs> Why are you acting like an angel right now? Are you mad, father? <laughs> Are you just checking in to make sure you've accomplished your mission? <laughs> no, he's not there yet, guys. Keep going. Keep One more run. One more. Uh, I feel yeah, like that was us on our drive today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, I I always find too, like, that way with me and, me and Haley, like, trying to investigate... Um, I always, and we always talk about it, she jokes about it, but like if something's on her mind, I am always immediately like, what's wrong? Why are you mad? 
uh, and it's such a stupid way for me to respond, but it's just and like, it's, usually I'm still trying to figure it out. So I'm like, I don't know. And like, it, and what's it could wrong? be anything. The, the kids were yeah. rough. There's a lot of busyness in her work, like whatever it is. But I don't know why, but I ask the dumbest question every time. Like every, <laughs> I'm, I haven't learned yet. But it's always, which is probably like part of like, I should learn to bite my tongue and just like wait for her to talk. But it's always, are you mad? You mad at me? <laughs> you mad at me? <laughs> what I do now. <laughs> like, what? I mean, I'm just so used to being a goober that I just like assume <laughs> what what I do. No. But um, but, I, but I, I feel like in, in the same light, like we can not let people even process themselves like by so I see you you talk through the halt like go through these things before you continue but like you talked a lot about how you go through those things almost for Michelle and then and then like yeah, you think through for you all right let me think is she hungry is she you know all these things and and I feel like that's hungry. good for us as yeah. well like I don't do that yeah, don't for her either. like yeah. all right let me think <laughs> I, step one, I don't do that. Let me think. <laughs> and I just immediately go into, oh, you must be angry. Like, tell me why you're mad. Well, I remember- I feel like that takes me off even more. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> Probably the third time I asked. I, so you definitely, you do it for your kids. So yeah. it's not much different to add that as a tool for your spouse. Yeah. I remember telling this story on stage before, but early in our marriage, when we- Early in our marriage, we had some fight, and I am just on my side of the bed. Like, in my head, I'm going to give a cold shoulder that lasts for, like, three or four days. Mm. Like, that's what, <laughs> that's what I'm going to try to do. And I, and I, I never do that. Usually, maybe I, I, I think the longest I've gone is, like, 35 minutes. Um, <laughs> I was trying, though. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that time, we had a fight. <laughs> Michelle's like, I don't know if she pulled the... End table over, so she couldn't even sleep on the side of the bed, but she was on that <laughs> side of the bed. I mean, it was like a, a physics miracle. And I'm on my side of the bed. How is she not rolling off right now? <laughs> and, I was floating. And I'm, and I'm, I'm talking, I'm talking to God. God, this is not good. <laughs> She's not understanding. She's not, this is what's going to happen. We're, we're not, this is, and I'm just having that conversation. And I'm like, and I'm just feeling the pressure from God, like, make the contact, make the contact, make the contact. And I remember being on that side of the bed, and it was like, <laughs> I just threw my hand over like like it was uh, dead, dead asleep. You slapped her in I the just face. <laughs> threw it over and let the gravity bring it the rest of the way and, like, made that contact. And I was like, I, everything I could do, because all my pride, all my, yeah, I didn't, but, but what was it, right? It was... Just lonely. So we're having this big fight, but she doesn't know it. And it takes me a long time to realize it. She just wants a hug. Right? That's all it was. And so it probably was. Now I'm like, it was. do the dishes. I don't need your hugs. I don't need no physical contact. I need which isn't, yeah, which, isn't, which isn't true either. No, I do. I, I like that. I, I like your hugs. She's saying it like, like a big hugs. tough guy. But I, no, like I, think, tough guy I think for sure, like when we first got married though, my love language was quality time. Like really quality time. Yeah. Yeah, and now same. quality time is my lowest. 
and I just want gifts and I just want him to like help, like do stuff. And so when that happens, like I feel so in love, like, oh, you're so nice. You wash my dishes. Um, but it's, but it's <laughs> obviously it switched because we have kids who constantly need me and constantly want to, you know, be oh, in my yeah, space. And so yep. I'm like, I don't need quality time. And I got we have enough. a rhythm of quality time, which yeah. we didn't have yep. early on because you quality time's yeah. not on my radar. Yeah. Like yeah. quality time. What? Huh? What does that even mean? There was a three great three minute conversation. What up? <laughs> this was fantastic. yeah, and you you were so busy when we first got married with like church stuff, and I never knew when that contact was going to be. So then mm. I always get worked up. But now I know I'm gonna. I know what nights I'm gonna see you. I know what day we go out. Different, right. totally Planning. different. Yeah, healthy can, rhythm. Right, and so eventually, and I'm sure you guys have learned this. You just learn some of the fights you have early on, you relearn them. Even with the kids, you learn just, okay, it's just a new rhythm. Yeah. Mm. And we'll eliminate that fight. We're always fighting about money. Okay, now we learn how to budget. <laughs> right. Okay, we don't have to have that fight anymore. Right. The kids are always um, leaving. I don't even, even think of a good thing you'd fight with your kids about. Our kid like leaving stuff around. You mean? Yeah. Well, our kids leave their socks everywhere. That's their favorite game. They, they leave. I mean, all over the yard, all over the house. <laughs> or here's a good one: fighting. All right, hey, time. It's football practice. It's baseball practice. We gotta go. I don't know where my glove is. I don't know where my cleats are. <laughs> so an hour. Well, first I make them put it away the same place every time, and then an hour before practice. I have them get all their stuff oh my and lay it out. Sometimes it takes 35 minutes, but I've got an hour, so we don't fight about it. <laughs> it's just like, nope, no trampoline. Nope, go get your stuff. Bring it here. I know where it is. Walk out to the car and get it. <laughs> and they have it all there. And then when it's time to go, we just casually walk in the car and go to practice. Yeah. And But what it used to be, it would be 10 minutes to practice. I'm like, Chaos. all right, let's go. And they don't know where anything is. And yeah. I'm like, we got to go. <laughs> I can't be late. It's the game. And right. and so you just learn like a new rhythm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mornings are rough, but we put the clothes out the night before. When it's, yeah, it's going to be a real bad day. And I'm like, all right, go get your backpacks tonight. I know where it is. All right, well, go get it. If you know where it is, it should right. be easy. And let's lay out our clothes. <laughs> and it's just... Just establishing a rhythm, so we don't, it, so we don't lose our cool. Yeah, and it, so you can manage your emotions sometimes by just managing your life. Yeah, yeah. I discovered that on Sunday, if the kids get dressed, I put their sneakers on when they're dressed, so we're not looking for shoes when we're trying to get out the door. Yeah, it makes it much easier. You know, I Find rarely, rarely, yeah. rarely have road rage because I always leave early. Mm. I always <laughs> leave way before yeah. I have to. And so if I get behind a slow driver, most of the time I'm annoyed we're going slow, but yeah. mm -hmm. I can be patient to the next passing zone where we take off. Or when we were going to Manchester the other night and you were driving to Concord. <laughs> and then you're like, I'm not going the right direction. <laughs> and then he puts it in the GPS and we're going to get there right on time. And he goes, this is why we leave early. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, we leave early because you go to the round town. <laughs> <laughs> Works it, was out. Awesome. it worked out perfect. Yeah, I got so there right on time. There was no, yeah, it's just, those are the things I do because I, I can lose, I can be, I don't like to be late. I don't like 
yeah. to be rushed. I don't like when things aren't ready. I don't mm. like when things can't be found. I mean, there's a lot of things I don't like. <laughs> Sound like an old French man. <laughs> you, don't like, uh, you don't like having cold tabs. <laughs> what, you don't like, what does that mean? I don't know. That's the expression my grandfather used to always say when he was well, annoyed. Well, it's definitely rude then, right? <laughs> it's probably a swear. I don't it think definitely that. Was. He would say... Uh, I knew he used to say tétoi when he was upset too, which meant shut up. Feslet. <laughs> which means, I think it means ugly face. <laughs> Feslet. I'm too scared to say the ones my family would say. but I know mine aren't swears. All right, yeah, I don't know about mine. I'm not going to say it on the I don't podcast. know. I don't know if you're as certain as you think you are, though. <laughs> you speak French. Would you text us? <laughs> what is Pastor Nate saying right now? So yeah, like, we have no that. idea. I don't even think that's French. It's <laughs> not, not French, dude. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I like that. So finding finding the rhythms out of those arguments so it's not like you're constantly having to Yeah, so the rhythm of yourself. date night, our date night is Friday breakfast, right now pretty much or Friday lunch so we don't fight about that because it's you that rhythm it's there. Um, that's what we need to get better at finding good rhythm in a date you know Quality. you know the hardest part for me is not finding a rhythm but when I have when we have a rhythm established and that rhythm gets broken it could take me years right. to realize like that's a real thing uh it happens with people too. If I am used to seeing you every Sunday, a year will go by and I go, wait a minute, where is he? And I'm the heartbroken and it'll be a year from then because I was every day, I kept saying, oh, I'll just tell him when I see him Sunday. Right. And I just have this weird habit. And we do the same type of thing like in our family of like, we'll figure something out. It'll be really great. And then the person we had doing babysitting moves out of our house and we never talked about what our new date schedule is. We yeah, never I think yeah. we, find we, it. We, we've done that. For sure. Yeah, it got easier now the kids are in school now. but mm. Right, yeah, you have yeah. something. There's like a more normal well, Yeah, rhythm. we had a hard time through mm-hmm. COVID and through Little a couple kids. of moves and construction and yeah. busyness. And then um, we, I'm trying to think, before COVID, like 2019, we discovered like this Friday rhythm, but then if we didn't, then everything happened. The kids are homeschooled. We didn't have that again for a couple of years till this school year when Michelle got a new job and we were able to change it around. But you just keep fighting for it. Just as long as you don't give up. You're like, oh, it's too hard. I'm not doing it. Right. Yeah, no, and that hasn't, I don't think that's been, that's been our approach. But uh, yeah, I think it's just always hard. And then you work through like, oh man, why do we feel so distant? Wait, hey, we, we haven't, haven't dated. Yeah. We haven't gone on a date or why, yeah. you know, all, all these different things. And, and I, I find a lot of the time now with our, with the tensions that we would get, it's normally a result of kind of what you, what you shared, like not having those rhythms to yeah, just avoid absolutely. the stupidity. <laughs> like that's really what it feels like it comes down to. Like how do we just avoid those things so that we can communicate better so that we can work through that? Like, so I think that's really cool. That's a good, um, yeah, a, I think that's a good mindset shift. Like if you find yourself constantly arguing, like to think through, can I think through the, the two hours before 
maybe there's something consistent that keeps happening. You know, you're not communicating that you're coming home late every single day. And so why, why are they always mad when I'm working? Like maybe you just don't have a rhythm of communicating when you have to stay late for work or whatever. I'm just trying to think through random, random reasons. Um, Yeah. A lot of those things. Now the, some of it, right. Because we, that managing your life is going to help a lot. Yeah. But some of it is, right? We all have feelings. Mm. We, and, and I think another, aside from the fruit of the Holy Spirit, but offering grace to each other really is another way to internally, like, I'm going to lose my mind right now. I can't believe that just happened. And yeah. just say, I'm going to offer grace. And um, I'm going to um, try to support and help and... I don't know. Talk to my counselor about it. (laughs) Yeah, I do that a lot. I need to talk to my therapist about this because I keep doing it over and over again. So why am I doing this? (laughs) Yeah, you think about like all the stereotypical marriage fights, the toothpaste, the toilet Mm. seat, the, the, the laundry, the just have grace for each other and everybody give effort. And I think yeah. when people yeah. don't give effort, but even if people aren't giving effort, like, is that really anything to lose your mind over? Ah, you know, the laundry, whatever. Like, really, this is how we're going to treat each other yeah. over mm-hmm. just really inconsequential just things? Compounded and they just mm-hmm. like, it's not like the issue, right? Right. The issue isn't that they're not doing their laundry. The issue is probably... You feel like they don't care that you work so hard to keep the house clean. They're leaving the laundry. So I just right. talk about the root issue. Yeah. Go. It's a problem. And then let the little things go. Like maybe your you know, your spouse is working a ton and they can't pick up the laundry. It's not it's not at you. Right. I don't think <laughs> I mean, you're a real loser if you're purposely saying <laughs> you're like, like, purposely I'm gonna get like, her. I'm gonna take my jacket <laughs> off. Right. I'm there. gonna drop it on the floor and walk away. Three hours, like, uh, three outfits a day. I'm going to it. Yeah. Yeah. Like right, think the best of people, which I say a lot to yeah. the kids too. Like, think the best of people. What what do you think their intentions really were? Was it really mm. to hurt you? Or was it because they didn't see you and they walked into you? Right. Yeah. Like what was their intentions and think the best of them? Um, I said that to someone yesterday. I don't remember who it was. I don't know. Maybe they're listening. They can let us know. Um, but just letting go of the little things. Yeah. Like, why are we fighting about the little mm-hmm. things in our house? Like, there's bigger things to fight for and fight about. If you don't like picking up the laundry, don't pick it up. And and so, ultimately, being teed off should be very rare. Should yeah. be very, very rare that we as adults let ourselves escalate that far. I don't think it's as rare in my life as I want it to be. <laughs> yeah, um, I feel that. And, but it should be more rare. <laughs> it's the fruit of the Holy Spirit. I remember probably the, I mean, often, but I remember like standing, <laughs> I had put the boys to bed and standing and praying and like, I just felt like, you know, Michelle and I were not clicking and we weren't seeing eye to eye on something and praying. All right, Holy Spirit, I got to go downstairs. We have this conversation. You got to help me. You got to help me. Yeah. You got to help me. 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 I need all of these things. But you can do it. I, it doesn't matter what I want. You can do it. 
We made it through the conversation. Uh, no one yelled. No one. Well, and there's something to be said. Attacked. With no one that swear. Prayer is <laughs> no one swear. There's something to be said with that prayer too, right? You're not up there going, God, change your heart, change your heart, like help her figure it out. You know help what I mean? Help her understand like, that I'm right. <laughs> right. And I think that also leans itself well to having a discussion of like, help me communicate how I'm feeling, help me hear how they're feeling mm-hmm. and to work through something like that instead of just like going in on the, on the offense. But yeah. And um, like- do you have any, uh, sorry, did I cut you off? No, it's fine. I'm just making mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> um, did you have any book recommendations for like taming the tongue or, or even anything we've been talking about tonight? You just said one though, like the leadership. A, yeah, emotionally healthy leader. Um, he has a so bunch of being emotionally healthy obviously is going to help you yeah. manage your emotions because mm-hmm. if you're not healthy, and you could t- t- talk about this, Michelle, if you're not healthy, all you are right. is one, one reaction to another reaction. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Until you can slow down and figure out the why, right? Behind everything, right? That's why we go to therapy. What's the why? Why am I reacting this way? Why do I always feel like everyone's after me? Why am I always the victim? Like, do we have a, anybody think of a good grocery store story of some parent overreacting on a kid? I mean, I I can visualize a couple, but I can't put them in context. You read, but you see that the yeah. parent like losing oh, their yeah. mind at the oh, kid yeah. in the grocery store. Yeah. Only once have I asked, have I asked like a parent, can I help you? Because they were just so irritated with their kid yeah. and you could tell them like, can I, can I help you? Can I serve you right now somehow? Like, I, can like, I know this is weird. Here, grocery pickup. <laughs> yeah. Like, do you want me to go run and get you something? Like, how can I help you out of here faster? Yeah. Like I, I get it. Right. Instead of judging her too. Right. At the same and time. What happened? But, um, I think she cried. It was a long time ago. I think she yeah. cried and she just wow. said, I, I'm tired. I don't know. I can't do this. And I'm like, you can't, you can't do it by yourself. Yeah. This is crazy. Uh, yeah. I'm like, you shouldn't. And sometimes I think even as parents, like I see this a lot, um, you know, people are like, they're always doing everything, especially as moms. Like we feel like we have to do everything. We can't ask for help or we're not good moms. And it's like, that, that's not emotionally healthy. Emotionally healthy is pausing and asking for help and not being the hero of everybody's right, story. Yeah. And so it's like, if we can get emotionally healthy, then it's all of a sudden like, it's not that we don't have emotions, but our emotions don't drive us. Yeah. And, yeah. But, and I mean, those are, there's so many books, like boundary books and communication books and emotionally healthy leadership, like all of those John books. John Maxwell has the self-aware leader. That's yeah. in the same, like yeah. knowing what's going on with you. There is... um. And we did a, a couple of the studies on it, but there's a study too called Love and Respect um, that, that I found really good. Um, and it talked through like the cycle of, you know, the husband's not feeling respected. So he responds a certain way, which makes uh, the wife feel unloved. So then she starts responding a certain way and then it, it cascades. It keeps going back and forth, back and forth. And he talks through a lot of the time. He's like, he tells a whole scenario, scenario and he's like, but that's not really the problem. So what do you do when the problem's not the problem? And then he keeps going through. And I, I always found that really good. And I think about that a lot when, when I'm reacting a certain way, I'm like, oh, I'm not mad at that. I'm just reading into something she said for no reason. And I'm inserting my own emotion into it. All right, let me right. calm down. You know, and that, so that teaching really was helpful for me. I liked it. 
Yeah. Yeah. We went and saw, we saw a marriage therapist for a little bit, I don't know, last year or something. Um, and he had that, it was like a communication circle almost. And it was His like- was the fear cycle. The fear cycle, right? Oh, so yeah. you're just like responding to each other. And he's like, you have to stop it. Like you have to stop somewhere yeah. and stop responding in emotion. And that was helpful, at least for me in my mind. That's um, great. But yeah, that was- based a, on, because what your, your fear causes you to overreact. Yeah. Or to like protect yourself. And then when one spouse does that, then the next one does it. Um, another book that I have not read, but I heard the podcast this week where she was talking about her book. It's called Peaceful Parenting. I have no idea if it's any good, but the podcast <laughs> was. was compelling enough. It was the same idea, right? You're you're getting teed off and losing your mind with your yeah. kids. Yeah. How are you? How do you maintain peace even like when they're beating the tar out of each other or? you know, fighting, screaming, whining. How can you walk in that perfect peace that passes all understanding? And I don't know how we do it. I think Michelle and I tag team on it a lot. Like, oh, hey, like I can't. Two nights ago. Yeah. Right. The boys were making me nuts. And I just walked in the bedroom. I'm like, I'm out. You're in. I'm out. I'm like, I'm, I have yeah. to lock myself in the bathroom. You need a little bell. Up yeah. And I've, and and I've done that before. Like yeah. I go upstairs, try to put them to bed and it is just, you know, mouthy and jumping on beds. And, yeah. and so before I lose my mind, I come down, like, can you help me? I can't, I can't go up there. I can't go up there. I'm just, I'm so mm -hmm. frustrated. Yeah. I want to. And they love to, <laughs> they love to get us to that point. Our boys, they love it. Oh yeah. And oh, then yeah. they're just like, daddy's mad. What? What? It fuels Pray them. that out of you right now. <laughs> Pray that Pray out that of you. out of you, please. <laughs> Right, they like that reaction. <laughs> Which, that's hard. But well, that's an interesting book, though. I want to, I want to listen to that. Yeah, Courageous Parenting is another good podcast. She, they, her, and her oh, husband yeah. have like yeah, we've listened to some of those. So what is many. it? Courageous Parenting. Oh yeah, yeah. It's her and her husband. They have, I think, eleven children. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, it's crazy, but. They, that is courageous. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah, they That's have amazing. a lot of good podcasts out there. That's cool. Yeah, they have her and her husband do a podcast about just raising kids, and they all love Jesus. So Meg and they're like ages all over. Grandbaby now too, but it's crazy. That's pretty amazing. I don't, how do we get on parenting? Here's the last thing I'll say. Here's the last thing. Well, because it's family, right? right Managing yeah, emotions, true. kids yeah. bring like, out a lot of emotions. <laughs> Um, the, um, just bite your tongue kind of last thing. Don't name call. Don't cuss at each other. Yeah. Don't say something. You can't take those words back. Yeah. Don't. Hmm. Bite that tongue. Don't let it, don't let it come out. And, um, don't damage each other that way or your kids. Yeah. And even, yeah. even asking questions like, are you stupid? Um, mm -hmm. sometimes it's a legitimate question, but it's really, <laughs> it's really hard to ask that in a proper tone. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And they're going to talk about it in 20 years in therapy. Yeah. My dad asked me for those stupid. Are you not so I thought I was right stupid. choices right now. Why? Is yeah. what they say, right? Like, you called me stupid. No, I didn't call you stupid. You called me an idiot. No, I didn't call you an yeah. idiot. It's what they take and yeah. hear you. Yeah. 
Yeah. You and call me fat. No, I just asked if that's your eighth pizza pizza. <laughs> <laughs> and we <laughs> and you ran away. We do it to each other too, you right? Growl. I asked the boys. <laughs> Give me your pizza. I asked the boys, is this, is that life-giving? And they'll do it back to me. Mom, that wasn't life-giving. You're right. I'm sorry. I could ask it a different way. <laughs> yeah. We give it back and forth to each other because I think yeah. it's important. But That is. And those things that are said off the cuff, like we've, we've seen with, you know, with some of our friends or with even within ourselves, like a comment made in anger can severely ruin communication for a long time it's well like, trust it breaks a lot of trust, trust. yeah because like, it's just like you know oh man well i just can't let go of this one thing you said one time you know and the, and it's and it really is a serious thing of like you you need to watch those moments yeah. the, those stupid little comments are probably the most damaging yeah and as, the person that's receiving those comments, it takes a lot of like forgiveness to move past that too. Yeah. So you're not then being resentful towards your your spouse for, you know, Absolutely. keeping that against them. Absolutely. Well, Mike Eunice is preaching on Sunday. Oh, that's oh. exciting. Mike like Eunice is on the on the docket. So, so exciting. They'll be continuing this week. Awesome. Does yeah. he golf? Amazing. Never with me. As I would guess no. He's a baseball and hockey guy. Right. He's yep. going to change the analogy. <laughs> He's got to get rid of the analogy. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's exciting. I already He's gave awesome. him the analogy, so it's all, it's all worked in. Teed up for him. Not teed off, teed up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thanks, guys, for doing this podcast so oh, late. It's great. It's amazing. Peace.